0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Real as Yates podcast. We are your hosts, Taylor Yates and Paige Yates. And in this podcast, we share everything we know about real estate, greater Boston, and life. And in case you're wondering, yes, we are in fact related. We are a top producing mother-son real estate agent team where we lead, surprise, the Yates team. All right. So how you doing, Paige?
1: Good. I have a recommendation for anybody in the Boston area who has not done it. I went to Blue Man Group this past week and with my 7-year-old grandson <laughs> and it was so fabulous and no matter how many times I've seen it it is so worth it and so entertaining and a great activity if you've never done it it's a great thing to do with grandparents and their grandchildren because they really like it you can talk about it for a long time afterwards and it's easy to get tickets and it's easy to get in. And I highly recommend it if you haven't done it.
0: Is the same show every time?
1: It is not. They change it. So you can go and see multiple activities that they do, whether it's marshmallows or drums or wands or whatever. <laughs> it was really, really great.
0: I got that picture you sent of Asher and I, you know, the sensory overload was clear. There was a lot going on. And it looked like a ton of fun. I think that is where I took my then-girlfriend, now-wife, Karen, on our first date in Boston when she came to visit me. And it was a blast, right? The music is good. The performance is good. You laugh. I agree with you. It's an awesome show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you haven't done it, it's great because it is attractive to so many different combinations of people, whether it's girlfriend and boyfriend, whether it's a couple, whether it's grandmother and grandson, you know, whether it's a family. I mean, you just, uh, you see everybody there and everybody is laughing the entire time, which is really fun to see.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So this week we are talking about prepping your home for sale, declutter, depersonalize, and stage for success. So let's start by talking about the importance of presentation. So how does decluttering and depersonalizing a property impact a potential buyer's perception of the space?
1: 100%, those three items are critical if you're planning on putting your house on the market, getting a good price for it, Mm -hmm. and having multiple buyers want to purchase it. The minute that front door opens, the buyers have 30 seconds to engage in your house. And if they walk in and either it's a mess or they kind of can't see the room because there's too much furniture or you've got items in every corner of the rooms, the buyers will feel claustrophobic, Mm -hmm. feel like the house is tight, feel like they'd have to do lots to make changes to it. And that just means that the seller is not getting what they want in a price. The price will be directly affected by how the house is presented.
0: Yeah. For folks who don't know, I will break down what we mean by declutter versus depersonalize versus staging. So decluttering, life is messy, especially if you're like me. I've got two kids. There are toys everywhere in every nook and cranny of my home. There's always dishes in the sink, laundry in the basket. Decluttering is about getting your house Kind of to that like ready position. Like imagine you've just like come back from vacation and the house hasn't been used for a week. That look that you have is kind of what decluttering is. And on top of that, you really want to think hard about those flat surfaces in your home. So your floors, your counters, your bookshelves, those are the things that tend to get cluttered because things need to be put down somewhere. And a lot of times when we're just living our lives, we put things down where it's convenient, but that may not be what makes your house look the best it possibly can look. That's step number one. That's decluttering. Now, depersonalizing, that really has to do to me with like family photos. That's the thing that people really notice, especially in the modern stage and environment. If you've got a whole bunch of photos of your family, that can be fine, but you could overdo it and you know, keep in mind, there's going to be a bunch of strangers walking through your house too. So you might not want that. And then staging, that's where you really bring in a professional to take out your furniture and put like the market style furniture in that house. And what do I mean by that is, you know, we've all got our own style and that's totally fine, but there's definitely a style that the market rewards, right? I'm sure Paige, you've seen this. I've seen the same like cowhide carpet in like a thousand different homes. It just, I mean, for some reason, we have all decided that that's the style that we like. And in selling your home, you're trying to be in that space, that sort of middle space where it's like everybody kind of agrees that this is the look that we're going to reward. Even if that's not the look that the buyers ultimately want, they want to see that look when they buy the home. So let's talk about emotional connection. So there's this idea to make the property appeal to the broadest audience. Is there a risk of making the home feel sterile or uninviting by depersonalizing it too much? And how do we strike the right
1: balance? I think you have two extremes. You've got new construction, Mm -hmm. which is completely sterile. Yeah, empty. (laughs) Empty. All you see is wood floors, white, white, white. And then you go to someone else's house who, as Taylor referenced, the You might have 50 photos Mm -hmm. on a countertop Mm -hmm. because you've got a beautiful table and you've got three of those tables in a room. And all of a sudden you're looking at 150 pictures of a family or a home. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there has to be some minimalization of items. I often tell people that You know, if they're going to be moving anyway, my recommendation is, and they've got to purge a certain room or a certain area, that I often say, get boxes now, start packing, put those things away, and go to the theory is less is better. Mm -hmm. I think if you get rid of everything in a house and make it very sterile, I just don't feel like it feels like a home. There's an extreme of sterile, and there's an extreme of clutter, and you got to try to find the middle ground.
0: Yeah. I'll add a couple things to that. So number one is that you're trying to minimize the amount of imagination you are asking buyers to use, right? Because frankly, just not a lot of people are able to bring that. They don't do this every day. They don't look at spaces every day like me and Paige and think, what could this space be? They come in and they're like, I see an empty house or I see a cluttered house. And I don't know what this house would look like if I owned it. So that's number one. To add a couple of sort of like insider tips to what Paige said, one of the reasons that you don't see a lot of staging in new construction homes is that staging is typically charged over by how long you have it. And new construction homes around here tend to sit on the market A lot longer than existing construction homes. Their pricing strategy is very different than someone who's selling their own home. So for them, getting staging can really add up. Whereas for you in Boston, you know, if you're planning to sell your house in a weekend or in 30 days, like it's much more affordable. And then on the last thing of decluttering, I think like bookshelves are the quintessential example of how you declutter your home and have the right level of personalization. So what do most of us use a bookshelf for? Store books, right? But go on Google and just type in bookshelf and look at those pictures. That's like not what they use them for, right? It's a decor piece in itself. You've got maybe like three books in a shelf that can fit 50 books, right? And one of them's tilted at a 45 degree angle and none of them have book jackets. They're all hardcover. That's how you can avoid looking sterile while still decluttering a lot of stuff in your home.
1: I was just going to say also, one of the things that buyers want when they walk through a house is they currently want kind of an open feel. So even if you have kind of a traditional colonial or more of the traditional Victorian houses, one of the things that if you keep it cluttered, that people can't use their imagination to see how the house can open up. A perfect example is the colonial you bought, where you opened up and created kind of a circular flow in your colonial when you renovated. But if you have so much stuff in a room or an area, it's hard for buyers to imagine how they might make this area more suitable for their use.
0: Hmm. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about staging a little bit, because I think if you decide to go the decluttering route, you're usually going to lean on your agent. Like you're going to ask someone like me and Paige, what should I do to declutter? And we'll both go through with a notepad with you, and we're going to write everything room by room of like, you know, take this off that shelf, move that couch to over there, et cetera, et cetera. But if you want to pay and I think get top dollar for your home, bringing a professional stager who only does that is worth the money. So what are some effective home staging tips that you think sellers should know about so that they know what to expect of their stager?
1: I think most people have to find stagers that work with their style. Mm-hmm. Most of the people I work with in the staging world are coming in where they're keeping very little furniture of the homeowners mm-hmm. and putting in a whole new look. Yeah, And some sellers don't want to do that because they like the look that they've got going. Mm -hmm. And others understand that that is, as you kind of mentioned, rewarding the sellers for having a kind of a current look. So there are people that are kind of at a level below what I consider to be a professional stager. And there are people that will come in and help you organize your house Mm -hmm. and help with the decluttering. For some people, that may be a better level than actually paying someone who is more furniture-related and decorative, like more like a designer. There are companies that will help at the next level down, which is more of what we're talking about, the decluttering.
0: Yeah. There's a couple that I'm always impressed by with stagers. One is thinking about light in your home, right? So if you're using your own furniture and you're asking me and Paige to help you declutter, like we're going to use the lighting you've got. Whereas a stager might come in and say, well, I've got all these lamps, right? And based on how the light hits your home at different times of day and where your windows are, like placing them here versus there is going to help brighten up your home.
1: And that actually is a tip Mm -hmm. and a value that I think on the inside is imperative to sellers. If I go to show a house and there's two side lamps and no overhead lamps, and you're showing it at four o'clock in the afternoon, it hurts the seller. Right. So Adding light is always a good thing. And having multiple lights that you can turn on in a room helps because there are different times of the year that you're showing it, and there's different times of the day that you show it. And what you want is you want a bright and light house.
0: So we're going to come back and answer some questions from the mailbag. And then in the meantime, um, did you know that Paige and I aren't just your favorite real estate podcast hosts? We're also pretty darn good at our day jobs. With over 30 years experience and $1 billion sold in greater Boston, we are real estate agents you can trust. If you're buying or selling a home, reach out to us at contact at yatesboston.com today. All right, mom, you ready for the real estate joke of the week? I don't know. Why was the realtor upset with his truck driver client?
1: I have no idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The client wanted a house with really long hallways.
1: (laughs) Wow, that sounds like my grandson's joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a couple of questions this week. Number one, the faucet in my guest bathroom is leaking. Is it important to get that
1: fixed? 100%.
0: Yes, I agree. That's water, a no-brainer.
1: Water in a house is probably the greatest fear that most buyers have. Uh-huh. So items that are leaking or where there's been water damage— you need to make sure all those have been addressed. Get your
0: plumber in immediately. Water is uh, death to a house. Visible water is death to your showing. So another question about family photos. So what if I think my family photos will highlight something about the neighborhood, like my kids with their sports trophy from the local high school?
1: I just don't think that's a reason to keep them. Mm -hmm. I think, again, we go back to Minimizing the number of photos. I've seen over the years people that have had hallways where they've got a series of their kids as they've grown up. I'm not asking people to take down all the family pictures in hallways or up the staircase or if they've created kind of a a family portrait area. I think that stands. I think we're mostly talking about decluttering. We're talking about, as you mentioned, surfaces. Mm -hmm. where we tend to, if we don't know where to put a, a new photo that I've gotten for Christmas for my grandkids, I go, okay, I'll put it on that table. So I end up with another picture on the table. So I really think that that does not showcase things about the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's just, it's a lot to ask the buyers to connect the dots between something in your family photo and something about the neighborhood. It's just a big leap. Okay, well, if you're a curious cat and you would like your question to be considered, you can send us an email at contact at yatesboston.com or slide into our DMs at Yates Team Boston. That's it for this week. Be sure to tune in next week wherever you find your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Pandora. And if you enjoyed this, be sure to like, subscribe, and give us that five-star review. You can also find us on Instagram and YouTube at Yates Team Boston or on the web at yatesboston.com.